regular, regular, regular features, regular features of the show. Sounds a bit quiet. Yeah. Can you make me? There we go. Hey. hey. Now we're talking with Steve. Yeah. Um, How are you really, feeling, Steve? I'm not well. <laughs> <laughs> I might just lie down for some of this podcast. You said, you said that about six times now, which makes me really think that that's going to happen. I don't think he's got the balls to do it. <laughs> well, if you do lie down, you have to lie down in front yeah. of all the microphones so everyone can get their full. They pay to see you, Steve. That's true. <laughs> What if someone's here just to see you? Actually, the last time I did one was like two ago. There was a guy here who was like your biggest fan. He's going to be sitting at the back going, oh, God. I can still be funny while I'm horizontal. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, you're, you're asking for jokes. I'm not going to give you those jokes. <laughs> yeah, no, I was in the same boat. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be an open goal, whichever angle I kick it out. Uh, yeah, we're going down the same road, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't kick it out here. That's very rude. Right, um, you don't want to get close to it though, do you? Shall I do a feature? Yeah. Yes, please. Okay, let's do a feature. So, I have um, been on the internet lately. Has anyone been on the internet? It's great. Some fucking nerds are turning on to our podcast and like cheering the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking land cable! It's both a great concept and a piece of. When I say Matt, I mean Gab. Gab, since when was the internet a nerd thing? (laughs) Since the 90s. Gonna fight. No, it's supposed to be younger than me. I feel more glued in. Okay. Hey, carry on, Matt. So, basically, I got a little bit tricked by something on the internet. Not completely, but I'm assuming people have been following the US elections at the moment. Right? And, and there's a bunch of people there. Ted yeah. Cruz, in particular, he's not really going anywhere, and he's a very creepy man, right? He looks like a kind of a baby that will kill you. Yeah. Um, he looks like a bird. Got a big bird face. Yeah, he does. A bird baby. Yeah, he does. Fair a bird crossed with a baby that'll kill you. But um, I noticed. I I I don't know if it's just the specific people I follow on Twitter, but I kept seeing people talking about the fact that Ted Cruz was the Zodiac killer. <laughs> I've heard this. There's a lot of this, and it got to the point where I'd seen people offhand saying, "Oh, Ted Cruz probably the Zodiac killer." I'd seen it so many times that a part of my brain just thought. Oh, there's no smoke without fire. <laughs> and I genuinely had to research it. I had to go and check that he wasn't, in fact, like there wasn't actually any evidence to suggest that he was the Zodiac killer. But if he was the Zodiac killer, he wouldn't leave evidence. <laughs> yeah. As it turns out, there's some quite major evidence that he isn't, and the fact that the Zodiac killings happened before he was born. Precisely when he wants to. <laughs> So he's a Zodiac copycat killer, what? <laughs> Precisely, or, or he's been like pretending he's younger than he is. Lots of people do it, like music artists do it, so why wouldn't serial killers? It's a hot way of getting away with crime these days. So I had to check that he wasn't the Zodiac killer, and he wasn't. And, um, I, but then amazingly, it, this has become a, a kind of endemic thing. I'm not the only person that, because of seeing all these people going, oh, Zodiac killer, Ted Cruz. Apparently there was a, a, a poll in... Uh, California recently, and 38% of people um, said that they weren't sure whether or not he was. <laughs> 10% said that they yes, they thought he was the Zodiac Killer, which I think they're probably joking. But I like that people are ringing something up to say, yeah, all right, yeah, I'm not sure. All right, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that, that Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer? Which I guess is a loaded question in itself. But 10% of people said, yes, I think he might be. 28% of people said they weren't sure. Which is amazing. Now you've asked me the question, I'm not sure. (laughs) I was was put in this not sure camp. And basically it's a phenomenon that I've fallen in love with because the exact same thing has happened in the past few weeks with uh, Zach Goldsmith. Um, (laughs) I'm not even joking, lots of people have been saying on Twitter that Zach Goldsmith is the Croydon cat killer. (laughs) (laughs) He's been been the guy who's been decapitating cats in Croydon for two years. And uh, people just being like, well, I'm not seeing any evidence that he isn't. So uh, (laughs) he must be. And and somebody's been like, oh my God, I think we found the proof. And they were posting about how, like, when he was a kid, he used to, like, nurse... um, Mice, mice, and so it's like other pieces are all falling into place. Yeah. But I just think there's something deeply wonderful about this trend of, of uh, just pinning ludicrous crimes on. What? What is the Croydon cat killer? Is it's a real thing. number. It's a real thing. Um, it's somebody's been murdering cats in Croydon. I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny. Um, That's not. But I, yeah, I think it's, 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 it's alliterative, which is. Inherently. Yeah. Well, if you think that it's not funny, then please do write a letter to, to the Prime Minister telling him that you shouldn't be supporting him. 
<laughs> but I think it's brilliant that people are just responding to these horrible dog whistle bastards with absolutely insane claims that, if repeated consistently enough, just become real. And so I thought, maybe we could do that. <laughs> and just sort of start a, uh, a bit of a, a sort of a belief trend. So I thought, if we were going to do that, then we'd probably do that on, like, on the news. And I thought, well, if we did... If, if we Start were going <laughs> to repeat Bring up the news. news. Well, no, but this would be probably the only way we'd get something like this out is if we were the news. So I just thought, I think we have to imagine a world in which we are the news. I don't, I don't know, we've not really ever had anything like that, so I don't know, I don't know what, what that would be. We have certainly had a morning show, but never the news. It's supposed to be noise happening now. Traffic. No, I don't, but I know a man who does. His name is Traffic. Traffic Stephen. Hello, yes. This is an emergency report coming live to you from just above the A42. Google says that somewhere in the East Midlands. I'm here in the helicopter with Mystic Gav, who just this morning had a supernatural inkling that something out here on the roads might be off. Yes, Stephen, so I just woke and I had this supernatural inkling. Two men in a helicopter dealing with a spooky situation. <laughs> I've been dealing with spookies for most of my professional life. This one felt more substantial than anything I've ever had to wrestle with. He had a vision, I had a helicopter, and now we're here live. A la air. What's that? A la air. A la air. A la air. Live a la air. Oh, because we're in the air. Live with... Does a la mean with? Shh. It's two friends. God. Excuse you, Dennis one out. Yeah. I wasn't expecting this much uh, kind of scrutiny, really. <laughs> uh, dealing with a very real and not at all spooky situation. From way up here in this amazing sky car. say it's not spooky, I should have slagged off Alan. <laughs> When you said amazing sky car, that's the noise of an amazing sky car. That, 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 that's Steve fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is as inappropriate and sincere a reaction to anything that's just a big bird. That having said that, that having said that, why uh, is there a deal with oh, the feedback I don't from the edge of? Really, I think we're okay. <laughs> so I'm just imagining you, you with that look on your face in the front of Hello magazine. I got haunted by Reaper. <laughs> okay, where, where was I? Stick with us, folks. <laughs> this is really tough. <clears throat> From way up here in this amazing sky car. I can clearly see what happens to be a man walking up a hill with a small number of horses. I think that's enough visual information, Stephen. It seems safe to say at this point that my snoozy premonitions were 100% correct. I concur. We will now be... Excuse me. He's poorly. adorable little fucker. We will now be covering the helicopter windows with bits of cardboard and relying on the following report from Mystic Gap, our third eye witness. That's a mystic thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Thanks. Stephen, I'm afraid to say that this sudden level of sensory deprivation had seen me being totally overwhelmed by a powerful spooky. Fucking hell, This is your first time listening to the podcast. Spooky is a word we invented for erection. It's more of a semi, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's a... No, it's an erection that you didn't know was happening. No, I think yeah. it's spooky as you I know what it is, it's my thing. <laughs> no, it's our thing. It's evolved. <laughs> I don't own anymore. A full erection would be a complete haunting. <laughs> <laughs> a completed haunting. <laughs> haunting. I'm I may not be able to prevent this increasingly solid force from taking complete control of my mouth. <laughs> Although, for the sake of <laughs> erections, take control of your mouth. Although for the sake of complete comedy clarity, you're entirely happy for this to take place? Absolutely. This flippant mental image comes with total enjoyment and mutual consent. I appreciate the clarification. 
While the fourth wall is down for maintenance, might I also inquire as to whether this means that you'll be holding your mouth agape while Log pretends to be an ethereal spirit, talking as if through your beardy little mouth. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yes. I am the spirit of Rhubarb, the horse lord! <laughs> Good morning, Rhubarb. Is that, why are you looking at me like that, man? Is that the voice you wanted? You wrote yeah, I'm, it. I'm thrilled. Oh, this is, this is <laughs> Rhubarb the horse lord. We'll shag it off till we've got through it. <laughs> you were confused by a noise just now. <laughs> Good morning, Rhubarb, and welcome to the show. It is lovely to be here, Stephen. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm bored at Rhubarb. <laughs> I don't know how Rhubarb, I just liked it. Yeah. So, I believe today you're here to talk about an atrocity that's likely happening right now just behind these cardboard-covered windows. I'm switching voices to something a little more spooky yeah. and appropriate, annoying. Roger Hellman is the A42 horse killer. Did you say that? I, I think I heard on the news just then that Roger Hellman is the A42 horse killer. Yeah. Allegedly. Mm, that's what I heard. Yeah. He may or may not have been killing horses. I guess I'll carry on listening to the radio news. The A42 horse killer the equestrian maiming monster that the police have never caught, on account of the fact that the police have never had a lead, on account of the fact that as far as anyone is able to tell it involves a series of incidents that arguably don't appear to have happened. <laughs> the very same. And now I shall continue to talk in full capital letters. That's why I was shouting it's in all caps. <laughs> Below us stands the Helmer Man, leading a carousel of horses directly to their doom. It's like a carousel, but it is... But in a straight line. <laughs> Do you mean procession? A procession works better, yes. Thanks. Uh, anyway, he's leading a procession of horses up the hill. Towards a wind farm. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what happens to horses up there. <laughs> it's a famous previous thing on the podcast. <laughs> but Rhubarb, horse lord. I believe I read that a new study from America has shown that young male horses are naturally drawn to a wind turbine's rotating blades which from a distance appears to them to resemble an audience of thin white lady horses, each giving them a big wave and an exaggerated theatrical way, as if to say, come over here, horse. I won't club you to death with my horse arm. <laughs> I believe I read those exact words on multiple right-wing and alt-science blogs in 2014. Although amazingly, there are also people who genuinely think wind, tur wind turbines are killing goats. Goats. Goat. Ghost. That's the thing. People do actually think the wind turbines are killing goats. Are they? Goats are too short. No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not in the same way. They're trying to write them. <laughs> <laughs> you see goats, they can climb anything, man. They just like gradually they do move up there. <laughs> you never see them move, but when you look away, they'll climb higher and higher. How are they getting up there? <laughs> no, there are, there are people who think that they're being killed by wind turbines. Just through, just through stress, mainly. Just the saying that wind turbines. It's basically It's basically like kind of right wing country folk going, "Oh, I can't stand these wind turbines. They're really stressing me out. Oh, they're, they're stressing out those goats as well. Goats. Oh, the goats are dying of goats stress. Are, goats are very sensitive to house prices." <laughs> <laughs> It's basically that. It's just nonsensical. But yeah, I've discovered that whilst I was looking for um, the number of actual science blogs which have taken what Steve wrote in 2014 about wind turbines killing yeah. horses as fact. That, yeah, I, I made that fact up. <laughs> it got reported as truth by old science blogs. Desperately wanted to believe. If you Google it, because the thing is, there yeah, are. Now you're reporting the goat thing is true, so that might not be true. No, no, it is. <laughs> because what's wonderful is, I discovered there are people who. The long genuinely... No, there are people who genuinely think that goats and horses are being killed by um, wind turbines through stress. But when you Google horses being killed by wind turbines, the first thing you find is. <laughs> so it's sort of intermingled with genuine conspiracy theories and flippant made up ones. I don't know what. You stress a horse out so much it dies. With wind turbines! You <laughs> know. Anyway, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, let me speak. So, 
just to put just, you back just, into the script, I'm sorry. responding to the claim that wind termites are killing goats. That is weird, but also true. I forgot my voice I'm doing it. But today I'd like to focus on the fact that Roger Helmer, MEP, is leading a procession of horses straight to a bloody chopped up end mincing a whole generation of fillies into a filly of steak. <laughs> Except a filet of steak that has been kindly chopped up into pieces by mummy for an unusually privileged anemic toddler. What well, what did I just say? <laughs> you heard it here first. Roger Helmer is the A42 horse killer. There's really no denying it, Stephen. Until we see concrete proof that the A42 horse murders didn't happen, it doesn't seem possible to prove that Helmer didn't do it. So that's that. Helmer was the A42 horse killer. The A42 horse killer was Roger Helmer. Thanks, Mr. Gap, for repeating my assertion that, in case it wasn't initially clear, the A42 horse killer has indeed been unveiled as UKIP MEP Roger Helmer. And I've just received word from our helicopter pilot. I thought that was the helicopter pilot. <laughs> <laughs> you should prick. I'm trying to pick holes. Just a very confused man. I thought I was a helicopter pilot. I was haunted by reverb. I, I, would, I wouldn't assume that, as well as reporting from the helicopter, one of us yeah. had How good do you think you are at your job? I'm just looking at Charlie. Also, I'm flying the helicopter. Looks like there's a backup on the A50. Busy old Arnie Pie from The Simpsons does pilot. No, he doesn't pilot this helicopter. He's in the right hand. Let's okay. <laughs> <laughs> refinish this script. Anyway, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Well, I could just misremember The Simpsons from the 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I've just received word from our helicopter pilot that he is apparently unable to see because of all of the cardboard. This is Traffic Stephen, back to the studio. That was as ever, Traffic Stephen, joined by Mr. Gab and Rhubarb the Horse Lord. Next today on Radio Features, we have a murderous sing-song with more than Matt. Hello! We've got a fun cover of a song by the original Fedora Man, Frank Sinatra. He was here today, I'm sure he'd tell us that, well, actually, those aren't the right words. Uh, not all girls from Ipanema, etc. Anyway, I'm going to basically try and do this now. I cleverly used two phones for this, so I could have a soundboard on one and script the other one. Completely fucked it. Um, you know who else has two phones? All terrorists ever. <laughs> I am the horse bomber. <laughs> so this is a, a little song, um, a cover of a song you might know about Ted Cruz. So I thought I'd just cap it off with something nice. Um, and you, you can join in with this. It's based on Fly Me to the Moon, and instead of saying, in other words, uh, we'll be saying, I'll kill again. <laughs> so feel free to join in. Anyway. Don't fuck this up. May I help a bit? My name's Ted Cruz. I kidnap people outside bars. <laughs> Murdering for half a century. Ciphers at the scene of the crimes. I'll kill again. That's for sure. I'll kill again. Baby, stop me. <laughs> wrong to take the lives of boys and girls. Death is all I long for, all I worship and adore. I'll kill again, it's all true. I'll kill again, I'll kill you. I have diagrams that show you what I've done. <laughs> oh, I've killed the rest of the song by pressing the button. That's annoying. I thought that was a good end. Oh, Do yeah. it solo. If you're going to yeah. launch your singing career, you need to sing without accompaniment. Fuck off with that. I'm I just have sure songs we... in the shower that I can't get out of my head. I'm so I have to do something with them. I'm pretty sure Steve banned you from songs. <laughs> and then he sang a song about a whale and a wrestler. Open up the floodgates. Uh, but anyway, after that, if you want to sing it uh, for yourself at home, you can do it. Uh, Decades of mistakes that now reside beneath my floor. <laughs> I must have their blood if I'm to live forevermore. <laughs> I'll kill again. <laughs> it's all true. I'll kill again. I'll kill again. I'll 
And now I can relax and somebody else can do something. I'm gonna get mine out of the way. And then I'm gonna go and lie down. Can someone make a noise that'll startle Steve? Yeah, yeah. No pigeon more Pigeon story. What's such thing as a pigeon story? <laughs> I think you're misremembering. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's Big Mystery Clue Castle. <laughs> yes. Shit, I'm bored. Uh, but first I'd like to tell a little story about a bird. <laughs> so there's this garden outside my office. Or I often go to uh, sometimes smoke a cigarette or have a sandwich. And as you can imagine, that attracts the attention of the local birds. So I got really nervous now standing up. <laughs> when, you, when you came in, you were like, I'm just, I, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. But everything I've seen of your feature and everything you're doing, it's just oh, extra effort that you need to be doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm slow down. I'm slow down. <laughs> standing up was way too much. <laughs> so you like a you can do it standing up next time. We can try again. Right. Right. Do it in bits. But there's this one bird. Oh, Um a little blackbird, he's cool. He just bobs around. And there's a bush in the garden with some berries on it. The thing is, the bird comes up to this bush. And the berries are about, I don't know, like four feet off the ground. And you can see him looking at the berries going, oh. <laughs> What am I going to do? Should I fly up and get them? Or should I climb the tree? Or hop? But he does neither of those, or maybe a, a mixture of two of those. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I watched him do this several times. He would jump, and then flap his wings, like a little double jump, pluck a berry, and then fall back down and just enjoy it. And then he'd just repeat that ad nauseum. That's, uh, that's my bird story. <laughs> Log, I think I received a letter in the post um, for you. Hang on, I'll go. Yeah, you I'll mind getting the letter and I'll find yeah. it on my phone. <laughs> that, that way, the integrity of the act will be complete. No, I'll never find this, this thing on my phone because I'm so distracted. By I'll just look at the thing we jumped off before. No, no, I was just. I was just I was meant to be joking being gay and being attracted to any slice of male fresh that was released. The joke was on me, Matt, not you. The fact that I'm a healthy burger who would have sex with anything. Even you, just, Matt. Just... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have a lie down. Are we all in a state of lie down? I'm fine. I'm in a state, but I'm getting through it. Because I'm a professional. <laughs> that is the least true thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I've got my PTSD. <laughs> Like, as I said, Steve was like, I don't know how to get through this, then brought these into the room. <laughs> Which one of these will pop a balloon best? <laughs> Is that your feature? What? No, Log should be, Log should be reading out the letter that he's got. I oh, hang on, wait, wait, wait. I got the letter. You have the audio thing. Oh. Right. I'm so sorry. This is your, if this is your first live podcast, we're normally slick as fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. When you said that was like optimistic, like one soon you yeah. something. I really do want the photo. I want a t-shirt with just um, a picture of the rock on it. Oh, that'd be glad. T-shirts though. If you look into your, oh, oh wait, some of you. Oh, shit, it's a feature in progress, guys. Hello there, dear Log. Hello there, it's me, your eccentric great uncle Alfred McClure. If you are reading this, hold on, hold on. Now, no one's paying attention. I'm really sorry. I thought you were struggling with your buttons. I was trying to fill up. 
ages, I thought, right, I'm going to bring this and do something nice. That's like podcast filibustering, you know, I'm done with saying my thing. And uh, what Steve says his thing, look under your chair. Everyone's got a muscly bag. Did you put t-shirts on the rolls of chairs? Like, over all of them. Not all of them. Just some of them. Have a sniff of them. They're not right. I am genuinely sorry about that. I thought you fucked it. It's me, your eccentric great-uncle Alfred McClue. If you are reading this letter, stroke clue, that means one of two things. Either, either you have willed this envelope into a premature existence through the sheer mental force of your desire to solve cool puzzles, <laughs> or I am dead. In all honesty, it's probably the latter, because, as I've always said, Log, you have never really... I'm sorry, I pressed someone in the fucking banner appeared on top of it. Because I've always said, Log, you were never really one for cracking our family's cryptic conundrum. You brought great shame on the McClue family name when you changed your name by default to John Blythe, rather than your true birth name of Alexander McClue. <laughs> but now, dear Alexander, I'm finally giving you the opportunity to redeem yourself. You see, my boy, solving riddles is in your DNA. No matter how hard you try and fight it, if you can follow my clues and discover the whereabouts of my prized fortune, the small blue egg. Oh <laughs> shit, I love the small blue egg at home. <laughs> Vicarious panicers. <laughs> you may enlist the help of your three closest friends to aid you in this mystical mystery. Inside the envelope, you'll also find an object that will help you along the way. I suggest you place it in a secure inventory slot for safekeeping. Please, please turn the sheet over for your first clue. Okay. Um, <laughs> on the reverse of the how do I stop this? <laughs> License free buck. <laughs> okay, uh, how about Matt? Can you read out Alfred McClue's clue? Yeah. Who walks on all fours? I might get some clue balloons. <laughs> is, he is he taking some laughing gas? <laughs> What walks on all fours? The poor for a foot. What barks at the moon? The thing we call mutt. Larger than a frog. Good company on a jog. Please solve my riddle log. Your second clue is. And it's either. Oh, there we go. Oh! Where do you pass these down? What does that one say? Dog. <laughs> Some sort of small horse. <laughs> Do I get all the balloons? I think that's for you. Is it? I presume so. There's three balloons. Jesus, it's not fucking. I have fucking no idea what's going on in this picture. <laughs> so if you do, well done. Alfred McClue. So, guys, which is the answer to the riddle you were posed? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't fucking do that. <laughs> I'll give you guys a clue. It's something that rhymes with frog, jog, and log. I see, I see no humorous way to get this wrong, so I'm going to go with the obvious truth. It's dog, isn't it? Pop the balloon if you believe it to be so. <laughs> Especially he's just gone. <laughs> Thanks for your time anyway, Ken. That is the correct answer. <laughs> the 
The other balloons each contained a bee who I had trained to fly out and sting you. So it's a good thing you didn't pick one of those balloons, or else you'd have been got. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. As you can tell by the music, we are now standing in my sad garden, where I would often come to cry about my dead wife while solving riddles. You see, despite being eccentric and fun, I was often sad too. I was very human like that. But enough about me, your dead great-uncle Alfred. There is still much work to be done. You are so close to discovering the whereabouts of my most valuable treasure, the small blue egg. Fuck. <laughs> oh, you forgot the small blue egg. <laughs> what? Egg. It may be right under your nose this very second. <laughs> it could even be hidden under a hat. Forgot the hat. <laughs> you could even say it's in Finsbury Park. <laughs> There's only one more riddle to solve, in fact. Bringing the sum total of riddles in this speech to two. Just two riddles. Perhaps young Steve should not have spent so long on his fucking bird story. <clears throat> you guys ready for the, the, the next riddle? Yeah. Oh yeah. You are a bus. At your first stop, seven people get on you. At your second stop, three people get on you, and four leave. At your third stop, Everybody gets out to look at some cool sheep. <laughs> and only two come back. At your fourth stop, every woman on you has a baby. <laughs> eight babies are sadly crushed to death in your many footwells. <laughs> at your fifth and final stop, a mysterious man boards you. It is I, Alfred McClue. <laughs> and I turn to your passengers to present them with a riddle. <laughs> I'm ashamed to admit I was stupid enough to do the maths for like a while. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's not gonna. How did, how did two women in your mind have eight babies? <laughs> That's when I thought, oh, it's a joke, Slim. It's a stupid joke. <laughs> I came for some maths on this bus. Here's the final, here's the final riddle. Yeah. What is so big, even a fucking idiot can see it? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get some more clue balloons. <laughs> I just saw what's missing when I saw these balloons that'd be making a dick and balls out of them. <laughs> the water's so big that even a fucking idiot can see it. Is it? A very small mouse. <laughs> it is definitely the sun. <laughs> Alfred McClue. <laughs> hey guys, what do you what was your decision? Because I want to watch him do this. <laughs> there might be a bee in it. Fucking clap him for doing what I struggled with. He had an easier balloon. I wouldn't want to I cut that easier balloon this, but I want to cut this balloon with it because it looks like a, kind of a sausage bit there. But there might be a bee in it. Correct again. <laughs> Clearly, I've underestimated your sleuthing abilities, and you have proven yourself worthy of the McClue family name. My trusted attorney will now play a brief audio message from me that I recorded before I was dead. <laughs> Is it happening? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Turn it over there. <clears throat> That's it, all the way up. Oh, nice one. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it, boys. <laughs> 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 
want the right recording. <laughs> I like, I would like, like, before this, Canal Cabin Theatre stopped asking for a deposit. Then the next email, would be like, yes, yeah, so we decided to start asking you for a deposit again, yeah. just for a laugh. Got loads of the offcuts that we got wrong. Yeah, I know it's good. <laughs> Can you play it through? No, I'm too embarrassed. <laughs> 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 How bad I'm, is it? I've tried some different voices. <laughs> Dumb. Well, I'm sure I'm sure they're good. <laughs> okay, I'm not that sure. <laughs> you look at me, man. He's gonna play it. I'll, I'll kill you. Actually, I'm just looking this way because I can't actually bear to face the audience. Ooze. You just made me very happy <laughs> to see you relish solving conundrums with all the, the gusto that you have demonstrated today. But all that remains now is for you to lay your hands on my most cherished of possessions. You know it as the small blue egg. So, without further a clue, here is my ultimate clue for the egg. Where is an egg? Is it under a hat? Find my egg. It's as simple as that. I have hidden the egg underneath the hat on the stage. And that is everything you've learned so far. To find the egg. Where is the egg? So guys, where do you think the egg is? Oh, oh uh, the egg was inside us the entire time. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I had you really fun. I had a great time. I'm going to cut off a blue and a sausage. Is it time to lie down, Steve? Do you want a rest in Cavs feature? Because I'll need you back for mine. Yeah? You did. You absolutely <laughs> If you do, my feature's going to be taking a piss on you. Right. <laughs> I'll stick it out. Let's do this. Should we do a jingle? We haven't done, right. any, we haven't done any live jingles. That's what at least three people have come to see. What's, <laughs> what's a nice jingle that you like? James Bond. James Bond. Yeah, oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> regular, regular features. 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 Regular features. They are best friends. <laughs> you wouldn't know because you've no friends. It's <laughs> <laughs> a melancholy that. Yeah, it's really insulting. It's like, what the fuck? We're, we're telling our listeners we don't read us even. They don't have any friends. Yeah, that's why it's funny. It annoys me. It's rude. Oh, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you would they might not have any friends, and how would that sit with them if they didn't? <laughs> oh, that's really serious. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to go back through some of Log's jingle catalogue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Racism yeah. is okay because there's lots of them and they can talk to each other and have friends with it. Okay, that's why racism is okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, obviously, that wasn't serious. Did <laughs> <laughs> someone gasp? <laughs> Hey, your feature, Gav. Yes, I do have a feature. Um, a few episodes on the podcast ago, I told, revealed the fact that I had, I had seen 19 bear cocks uh, in a changing room gym. Bear cocks, bro. Bear cocks, bro. In, in one 
visit, I saw 19 cocks, which I thought... Stop hanging around in the gym changing room. <laughs> which I thought was a lot. I've seen any monsters. I saw one with a lazy oh, lob on, a lazy lob on that went halfway down his thigh. It was fucking prime. <laughs> I saw this little guy just moisturising like fuck for ages. It was huge. Just <laughs> moisturising like... <laughs> like he was fucking his hand. <laughs> it was brilliant. If anyone goes to the bar during this, and I don't mind that at all, if you get me a pint of Sierra Nevada, that'd be lovely. I'm falling apart. Um, so I saw 19 cocks, and I was impressed by this. What's the most cocks you've ever seen in the, in the gym at any one point? Gym changing room. Oh, two, three, max. Max. Yeah. Two, three. Yeah. And I'm looking for them. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, I saw 19, so I believe, I thought this was some kind of record, and quite clearly, from this bit of crowdsourcing, it is. At what point did you think, I start to need, I need to start counting these? This comes up. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get Guinness on the phone. Norris comes in with his cock out. Yeah. Thanks, Norris, you've made me get the record. <laughs> I love it if I was bringing up Guinness going, yeah, 19, 20, 20, 20! <laughs> Um, so I emailed Virgin to see. <laughs> is it me? I don't know. Is it's that fine, there? I don't think it, is it, it all sounds good. We just go. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I decided to email Virgin to see if this was a record that they had on their files. Check the CCTV. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I believe that I broke the record that day. Okay. Check the GoPro you were wearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like one memory card on his one folder evidence. <laughs> um, so I emailed them. Well, I emailed Richard Branson because he owns me. So, hi, Mr. Branson. And by Mr. Branson, I basically emailed the help contact bit of Virgin Active. Hi, Mr. Branson. Now, the first thing you should know is this is not a complaint. I was recently in your Virgin Active in High Street Kensington. I'll just say it, there were loads of cocks on show. <laughs> I counted 19, but then if you think about it, I probably saw more, because I, I wouldn't have started counting them straight away. I'm not mad. First <laughs> 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 one, one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely doing that now. You're into the counting game now, man. Yeah. You're not going to be able to tell yourself. You're going to be like, well, I'm going to counting now. Otherwise, <laughs> so if we say that I noticed there were a lot, I have seen about four. Oh, amazing. Stuart got you there. Did he? Yay, Stuart. I'm in Stuart's pocket for two points tonight, though. Do it's Lord's boyfriend. God knows what I'm going to have to do to get out of that pocket. He's the keeper! So if we say that I noticed there were a lot after seeing about four, what I saw was probably about 23 dicks. I'm not counting them, I'm counting 19. These were all in the same changing room, don't worry though. Though I, I reckon if I'd asked the man that stood really close to me in the lift when I left, he probably would have got it out if I'd asked. He just had that look about it. Anyway, 19, or possibly 23, cocks. That seems like a lot, no? And again, this isn't a complaint. I love seeing a stranger's cock. Genuinely, I genuinely do as well. Like, this is all real. <laughs> For research purposes only, you see, and not like research like what pedos say when coppers find pictures of kids whacking each other off the I mean like, I mean like proper research. I just like collecting them in my head, like Pokemon, but where the Pokemons look like old men's noses. <laughs> The reason I'm getting in touch is because I feel like this is some sort of record, and I wanted to check if it is. Can you please check and get back to me? Cheers, Gav, kiss kiss. <laughs> Amazingly, they do reply to me. <laughs> not as well, like, I'll warn you, not as well as I wanted them to all the way through this, but still. Dear Mr. Murphy, we're very sorry about the level of service you received at our High Street Kensington branch. <laughs> uh, don't worry, you won't, you're not getting enough cocks. Remember, I pointed out twice that it wasn't a complaint. And about that, I thought that is just like an uh, automatic thing. Well, we'd like to offer you a complimentary week of classes that can be used in any of our Virgin Active gyms. And there's loads of info about claiming it. But we are once again sorry you had such a disappointing experience. <laughs> that is like a form letter response, isn't it? I thought so. Hi, Rich. Thanks for your reply, but I really feel like I should point out that I wasn't emailed to complain. I was emailed because I think I might have busted at the very least a branch record. And <laughs> I want to take it to regionals. <laughs> uh, 
and of theirs, possibly a world record for the amount of penises I saw in a single visit. I was actually impressed by the sheer number of proudly displayed genitals, and I just wanted to check what the current grand slash world record is. I've got to be close. If it's something like 39, I'll be fuming. Thank you very much for the free classes. I'm hoping this is a prize for breaking the record. <laughs> Fingers crossed, let me know either way. Gab, kiss, 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 three kisses. I don't, know, I don't know what to say. Riveted. Oh, check under your seats for t-shirts, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> that's the, that's the smell of a wound. I, I can't believe that you haven't said it earlier. This features with it. Oh, you just remembered, didn't you? Um, <laughs> let me know either way. Dear Mr. Murphy, thank you for your email again. Unfortunately, we do not keep records of the sort, but thank you for getting in touch. <laughs> this is my favourite bit that they email. <laughs> um, where is it? Also, although Sir Branson wishes he could respond to all his customers individually, these help these <laughs> help queries are answered by a central team. So it's not Richard Branson email me back. <laughs> so, so they've addressed something. Yeah. So he is a real person. Oh. Which is good. <laughs> Lock on target. So he says, these help queries are answered by a central team. Uh, my own. Hey Richie, how are you living, girl? <laughs> when you say you don't keep records of that sort, do you mean because you don't count non-erect pricks as actual cockspots? Because I estimate that about six of the dicks I saw were semi-erect, and that Portuguese bloke by the machine that drives the trunks was three strokes away from having a party. <laughs> Again, this is not an email of complaint. I just want my findings on record. I myself also had a little spooky when I went on the road. I can't believe you didn't expect somebody who works at Virgin X to know what a spooky is. Well, that's the dream that they email back on. Get out fuck off, mate. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I myself also had a little spooky when I went on the road machine that night. I'm not saying I'm counting it in the final tally. I just want to be straight with you guys. I hope we can work this out. Get out. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Dear Mr. Murphy. Thank you for taking such an interest in this matter, but unfortunately I don't think we can help you at this time. And once again, these replies are from a centralised helpline team and not Sir Richard Branson directly. <laughs> <laughs> I emailed them again. Hey there, Richie boy! <laughs> Flying through the sky so fancy free. <laughs> when you say you can't help at this time, do you mean because my number is so low that you won't even recognise it? Like, the official world record for the amount of cocks seen by a human in your changing rooms is so massive, you won't even entertain the idea of 19 or 23 being considered for inclusion in your records. Let me know, because I might go back on Friday to see how many I can see then. I reckon there'll be more on a non-bank holiday Friday. What do you think? Yeah. Is it worth staying there from open till close? <laughs> That's a good point. I haven't even got into, like, how long I was staying there. Just wait, there's an ask. Yeah. Just, just any form of, of scrutiny here. I love it. There with a sketch this, is, <laughs> this is good though, because the next reply from them says, Dear Mr. Gav. Which I was like, that's a crack. That's a crack. <laughs> They're fucked. <laughs> Dear Mr. Gav, I feel like we've been quite clear on the subject with these records. We wouldn't release any confidential version active records to the public, but we thank you again for getting in touch. We also feel like we should make absolutely clear that these emails are organized by a centralized <laughs> And not written by Richard Branson. <laughs> hey, Richie, you survived. <laughs> hey, Richie. Hey, Richie. Right, I just went on a cruising forum, Rich, for, re for research. <laughs> and guess which gym is number one under the best place to get some cheapo dick when you be sweating section? <laughs> Only the bloody high street Ken gym, innit? <laughs> I knew I was onto something, and I tapped into a cock-shaped bonanza. I just want to hear you admit I have the world record. Please, I need this. <laughs> yeah, I'm on like six kisses. No I'm going through a rough patch. I really need this record. <laughs> yeah. I've already put it on my record of achievements. So it's, it's, it's on, on my one. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. for the dads. <laughs> I, it's kind of disappointing to realise the barrier there of being like uh, PR companies are willing to have banter about, about how yeah. many cocks you've seen. Well, uh, if you'd be like, oh, my three year old son wants to rename Tiger Bird, they're like, fucking get on that. Yeah. They, 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 they could have turned that into a social media win. They could have done it. Oh, I, I think they kind of did. 
But <laughs> what? This. Well, it, they gave me something free. Oh. <laughs> Well, they, they just, I told you, they what, a week of classes? Yeah. Unless there's a week of classes of, of how to see more cocks in the gym. Worthless. So I didn't get a reply after that. But then I said, all right, Rich, if you won't reveal what we all know to be true and give me my dues, can I at least still use that free shit you said about earlier? Hope so, and I hope to see you there. And loads of kisses. <laughs> I said, dear Mr. Murphy, thanks again for your emails. Your trial of a class at any of our gyms is active. We hope you enjoy them. Nothing about it not being Richard Branson that time. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's definitely Richard Branson. <laughs> it's like, it got to the point where every time they were like, Rich, Rich, we've got an email for you. And they're like, he's not having emails. Like, you do the email, tell him it's not me. And it's like, he's still asking for you. And eventually he cracked. Yeah. And they got him out of the balloon. This is my last email, which I didn't get a reply to. But I said, okay, I will come to your classes, but how many cocks can I expect to see in the classes? <laughs> Ballpark figure? Question mark. Then two kisses. Then P.S. I won't even tell you how much ballpark made me laugh. Because <laughs> I don't want to embarrass myself in front of you, Rich. I definitely could have had a lie down during that one. <laughs> Why did you force me to stay here? Looking across at the fear in your face <laughs> is really getting me through today, because I just think... No, no, because I was nervous coming in, but then I looked at you and I thought, well, he's having a worse time than me, so. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> and you did get to make your t shirts under the chairs. Yeah. Which is like, you got your own back. Showstopper, that was. Any <laughs> <laughs> jingles? Yes, do a jingle. Creatures of Paradise. Is that what is even that? <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Hello, that's cool. Get on the well, it's called Peaches. I don't know what's being done to them, but they exactly. smell right. <laughs> Have you all had a smell? And what do they smell of to you? I mean, like, if it's your t-shirt, fair enough, keep it, but be nice and let people nearby have a smell. <laughs> it's not right. And we don't know why it's not right. We just they, don't know. They smell of chemicals, they smell of vinegar, they smell of this dust. The thing is, they've been in my cupboard for ages, so people are going to go, they smell like a fat man's cupboard. <laughs> Yeah, they may have worn off. What are we saying? What's the general consensus? Vinegar. Vinegar, yeah. It's the correct answer. Ding, 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 ding. You want a t-shirt. T-shirts smell like vinegar. Continue. Fact. You continue. Isn't it? No, it's no, you've done your business. Who is it? Log. What, my feature? log. What, my feature? Yeah. It's a plan. She is my biggest fan. Also, you look like you were waiting. You girl, come on! You look like you were waiting so patiently through the rest. You were just like, yeah, well done. Come on. Who loves log? You say you love me, but one thing I've realised over the course of 190 odd episodes is that you don't actually know me. That's not to say you don't love me. I mean, of course you love me, but you. All you get to know is the wild, impetuous, inaccessible log. It's like anything to get that laugh. <laughs> and I think, after 189 episodes, whatever it is, it's time to give you an insight into the many facets of my personality. That you may love me more completely. <laughs> First of all, one thing you don't know about me is I'm a, I'm a businessman, I'm a sole trader in the East Midlands, and this is, this is a shop I frequently go to. It's Hyperama. <laughs> That's the wholesale store where you go. Yes, it's the place where I go. Hyperama. It's a wholesale store where you can buy goods in large quantities that you'd normally need as a civilian. Is it like a Costco? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, I don't know what a Costco is. I don't go to a Costco. It's a Costco. 
Or a cash and carry, yeah. Cash and carry, yes, that's 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 made this up. This is a generic term. The hyperarm was the brand name, I'm brand loyal. <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly, the cheese block in this place, they've got to be seen to be relieved. <laughs> honestly, you you it's quite frankly astonishing. I mean, I mean I'm not sure if you can imagine a five kilogram block with tasteless cheddar. <laughs> but as a customer of Hyper Armour, I can honestly say that I wouldn't bat an eyelid if I just walked into a chilled room and just stumbled across a five kilogram block of uh, tasteless cheese on a shelf. In fact, I think I'd just roll my eyes and go, typical Hyper Armour. <laughs> Hyper Armour is the only place on earth that I can imagine a young, overexcited child stuffing 15 kilograms of cheese into his harness. And deliberately running into other customers shouting, Engage cheese shields! <laughs> you take the bridge! <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this so gay, but it's I like good. It. <laughs> That's not to say that I imagine myself doing that, you understand, because I'm there on business. I have a limited number of productive hours in the week, and that sort of juvenile make-believe is a drain on life's most precious resource. And when I say life's most precious resource, I'm talking about time. Although if you've seen the price of Crockwell Bishop Stilton, <laughs> sometimes I wonder. In fact, in fact, the time I've wasted imagining that child going on that juvenile whimsical thing, bouncing around things, that's time wasted that I'm going to have to make up for by driving 31 miles an hour in a residential area on the way home. <laughs> My hyperarmor number is 28558. And this five digit system, and I've got evidence of it, it's on my card, I'll get it out now. It's a it's a five it's a five number system that is actually hardwired into their membership cards. Right, have a look at that, look at that. Five boxes, my hyperarmor membership number. <laughs> yeah, look, honestly, evidence. What is this? Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I stopped knowing what was going on ages ago. That membership card is evidence that Hyperarmor don't have and never intend to have more than 100,000 members. <laughs> and I find that lack of ambition depressing. <laughs> of course, now you know that number, you can use that to get into the Nottingham branch of Hyperarmor. Um, they will try to confirm your identity by saying the name of your business, uh, which in my case is King William IV. And when, they, when I say 25885, and they say King William IV, I take great pleasure in replying, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this, this joke has never landed properly, despite the fact that me saying I'm King William IV should be a pleasing absurdity. It, it should be obvious to her that I am not, in reality, King William IV, who is both dead and an unlikely visitor to the outlet. And you would think the dissonance between that self-evident fact and my bold as brass claim that I am in fact King William IV would elicit some kind of laugh. I'll plug away at it. <laughs> Please don't use my hyperarmor number, by the way. You, you see, hyperarmor can produce a personalised offer list, and if I'm, I'm keen to keep that sheet relevant to my business interests. Honestly, if I go into hyperarmor and suddenly start trying me cheap high-vis jackets because you've been buying DeWalt utility trousers, I will be fucking livid. <laughs> I, should never, I should never have shared that number with you, it's too personal. I mean, it's like you know my real name, and if I learned anything from the Earth Sea children, this is going to trigger decades of my life being chased by my own shadow until I know it's me. <laughs> anyway! Oh. That's one side of log that you've never met. <laughs> That's your bird story, isn't it? <laughs> I'm gonna do that every episode. No. I enjoyed that Earth Sea reference hugely. Uh, for the next, for the next kind of um, aspect of myself, I'm gonna need the help of Steve. Are you up to it, fella? Yeah. Get up. Stand up. Just stand up. That's lyrics. <laughs> That's lyrics. I don't really like the lyrics. Lyrics? What? <laughs> oh, basically. We just put our guitars on. Can't you see that? <laughs> absolute terror in his eyes. <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay, we're standing up now. Uh, so, just a fucking mess. <laughs> I mean, what am I supposed to do? 
aspect of your life, I'd like to introduce you to the me that happens when the clock hits dusk o'clock. And uh, I tie my t-shirt in a knot and indulge in my two passions, fighting and kissing. He sketches you, yeah, I've seen him. No, I had, to, I had to learn a trick on Photoshop, it's about creating a layer, it's all <laughs> So Steve, I'm going to say a number of things that are either chat-up lines or invitations to fight. Mm. So if you think I'm going to try and kiss you, you have to say, well, is it time for a kissy-poo already? <laughs> and if you think I'm trying to fight, you have to say, all the girls in France pull their knickers down to dance. <laughs> Steve. I wish I could get closer to it to make this more intimate, but Steve. I'm going to headbutt you. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what was the one about? <laughs> Is it time for a kissy poo already, or all the girls in France pull their knickers down to dance? All the girls in France pull their knickers down to dance. That—that's the fight. It's not a fight. I'm going to headbutt you means I'm going to put my head inside your butt and start kissing. <laughs> yeah. Right, maybe you'll get the next one right. Do you want a finger bang in my sweaty ring? <laughs> well, is it time for a kissy boo? No, Steve. This is a boxing ring. <laughs> and finger bang is when you punch someone so hard your fingers go bang. <laughs> I should have got that one. <laughs> Steve, do you want to smooch on the gooch? <laughs> well, is it time for a kissy boo? <laughs> yeah, he's getting into it now. Yeah, 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 we got yeah. it. Kind of, but half wrong. Smooch is the modern contraction of the popular Middle English, smash you in the chin. <laughs> and the gooch is a ceremonial fighting, fighting plinth on which gay men would fight to the death. But... It was traditional for the men to kiss passionately for five minutes before the fight and cuff each other's bollocks in their palms. And that's where the word smooch comes from. Finally, I'm going to stab you in the pubis, then drag my knife up to your ribcage, causing your guts to drop onto both of our feet. All the girls in France, all their niggas down to dance. No, that's a straightforward description of healthy foreplay between two loving adults. <laughs> I'm going to need the help of someone from the audience because in the third version of me, it doesn't even include me. So someone needs to sit in my chair and start reading the fucking script. You! Yes! <laughs> I'm going to get out of the way. Oh. Why am I I've been doing lunches, as you can probably tell. <laughs> you stood up on your own the first time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a merce, not a purse. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? All right. Is, that oh. Is there a fourth copy of this script? I'm guessing not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go. There you are. Cool. Thank you. This is be my favourite one we've ever done. <laughs> genuinely, it's like we can never do this again. But I've had so much fun. Also, it might not even be recorded. It's this might, be, might actually be the only time. That you guys are <laughs> Happy coincidence? Yes, it is. <laughs> and now it's time for Steve, me, to do a regular feature. Who? Who's done a fart? Log. Let's I was see. genuinely surprised that that wasn't Log's voice. <laughs> Log. Sorry. I'm now talking to Steve. Log, you've broken me, Steve. Fuck you. Log. Let Steve do his parallel universe catchphrase so we can finish this and I can get back to making my Patreon funded white supremacy video. <laughs> Log. Speaking of 
a man with the utmost respect for other people, can you respect Matt's time and Steve's efforts? I am Scottish in this universe, but it wasn't a stage direction about that. So I'll just start doing an offensive accent over the course of this sentence I had to do. If that's okay. That was very good. Anyway, this is my feature about all of the women's tits what I have sucked this week. <laughs> On Monday, I sucked a nice big tit what tasted of vanilla. <laughs> it was right next to a second tit. A tit that, on closer inspection, appeared to be a mirror image of the first. Imagine my disappointment when it, too, tasted of vanilla. <laughs> and not like a delicious mirror. Bollocks! You meant a burp, huh? I tried. Burp the word bollocks is a difficult uh, stage command. L- long bollocks. <laughs> really long. Is that any kind of way to behave? Speaking as a respected authority on how to behave, I can tell you that it is not. Honestly, I'm just really cross at you, Log. I'm so cross that I'm going to get my phone out and hound a couple of women out of the games industry. <laughs> Goddamn audible voices. Well, son in a bad <laughs> Anyway, on Tuesday, I sucked a tit what was all triangular, like a Jerry Lee. <laughs> Later on, I said, Why is your tit all a triangle? Is it because you've got acute nipples? She said, No. It is a lot of tit milk that has curdled in a funny shape. <laughs> I tried to squeeze it back into a tit oh. shape, and to cut a long story short, I've just invented tit cheese sculpture. <laughs> Not in the script. <laughs> Great, well, we're not dead. I guess we better stop the podcast forever, because Joe Scrabble simply isn't, and never will be, an adequate replacement. Goodbye forever from Parallel Universe regular features. And remember, Don't be gay. (laughs) (laughs) Can we get a round of applause for that? In the act of falling off the chair, there was more effort and precision than than went into the entire of this show. (laughs) I could have done that at any point. (laughs) (laughs) She's allowed to be on the floor, why not? (laughs) Thank you so much for that. Did you get one of the free t shirts? Can someone give her one if she didn't? Strong visual joke! Oh, that's a large. We need a medium. Come on. Um, well, anyway, now that's at the night, I'm just assuming that you can love me a little bit more completely. Now we know about alternate reality log. Yeah. Well, you know what? Every, there's every me there is there. There's only four me's. You know them all now, so. Get in there, and then, oh fuck, right. That was fucking awesome. I genuinely had a good time doing it. How do you guys think that one went? I enjoyed looking at Steve a lot, and I've never enjoyed looking at Steve quite so much. I need to go down the stairs and have more beer. That was the end of the podcast. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much. Yeah. Thank you.